Guys, welcome back to the Ike MMA, MMA podcast. I'm joined in studio with the current Battle Arena. Is it featherweight um, champion and the ISK ISKA champion? Two, he had two bouts in uh, one month for different disciplines. But please, guys, welcome to the studio. Um, Tyrese Richards, how are you? Yeah, man, good. I'm really good. <laughs> Uh, camp's been going well, training's been going well, and uh, yeah, feeling good, feeling sharp. Uh, can't wait to get in there. You know, when I saw on your Instagram page uh, the uh, post of you having the two belts draped on your shoulder, either side, um, yeah. you said it was for two bouts in um, two fights in, in one month. Um, different, is it, could I say, are they different promotions or they, they do work with each other hand in hand? Uh, yeah, completely different promotions. Um, we got the battle arena one signed and we had that one that was a good fight um, went four rounds ended up stopping him in the fourth round and uh, yeah ended up having no injuries felt good and then yeah got told that I think it was two weeks later that I was fighting for the ISK uh, British British Championship and I just took it and for a really good fighter really good high level fighter who had a lot more experience than me and um, yeah won every single round put on a clinic and uh, yeah, won the title. How was that? Because um, what strikes me as quite, you know, that, that was really impressive. And credit to you, um, is that fun? It was two bouts in in, in one month. In one month, that's more or less a short space of time. Um, yeah. But also for different disciplines. So, I mean, how did you did you manage to as in prepare so properly for each fight? Um, well, the game plan is normally always the same. I just go out there and pressure guys, but I put a pace on them and uh, stay in their face nonstop. I've got kind of like a Gaethje, Nick Diaz type style where I'm just, kind of, I'm always in your face. I'm always pushing forward um, and just, I'm putting my hands together. I'd say my my strongest, my strongest uh, ability is probably my boxing. So yeah, I just go out there. No matter what sport it is, I've won titles in boxing, kickboxing, MMA, um, and the game plan is always the same. Just go there and walk them down. Not a lot of guys can kind of really handle that pressure, especially when you're there putting your shots together in their face the whole time, hitting them clean, not getting hit. Um, not many people are kind of uh, adapt to kind of dealing with that style. I feel like a lot of them break, a lot of them crumble over the distance as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I just apply that that same pressure, that, that same game plan to all my fights. And, yeah, it works. works every single time. Please don't be offended if this if this comes across as quite a silly question, but um, for for the kickboxing for the mixed martial arts bouts uh, for other one of them, was it the same corner that you were with that, that was um supporting you for each fight? I mean, was it the same people who trained you and helped you prepare? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh Andre Winners in my corner for every fight. I'm so grateful that I have someone like him and the knowledge that he has to help me out every single day. And yeah, he's always in my corner. And he tells me exactly what I need to hear. I feel like what he wants me to do is what I'm perfect at. So, yeah, he just tells me to go out there, put a pace in them, break them down over the rounds. And that's what I do. Um, so, yeah, very grateful that I have someone like that in my corner. Look, I um, uh, you know, I, I keep going over and over again, but um, uh, that, that that's really, really, really good. Really, really impressive. I mean, my only question is why haven't I been seeing as in more of as in people why aren't more people chasing you for your time for for an interview and even beyond that for, to train with you 
I mean, I'm guessing that when when someone like yourself achieves that kind of success, people yeah. do want to look at you. They want to look at your background. How did you prepare? What did you do? Can I do, you know, can I do something like that so I also achieve similar success, you know? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like our gym is kind of flying under the radar a little bit. It's picking up now. Uh, we got a lot more fighters. Um, I train at Cuba MMA, and then I also train at 4D, fourth dimension. So I feel like it's a little bit because our gym is it's not as popular, the one in Leicester, uh, but it's slowly building up um, with fighters like myself, Anas Hamrad. Uh, he's, he's got the, the uh, British Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he's got the British ISKA title as well. Um, so now I think that there's because there's more guys in the gym, more fighters making a name for themselves. I feel like that's going to put the spotlight on us a little bit more. Um, but when it comes to myself, I think I think it's just uh, I'm not too sure actually. I, I don't really know. Um, I ask myself the same thing as well. I mean, I'm putting on all these performances. I'm an exciting fighter. I go out there every single time and make it a dog fight. Put these guys away. I'm getting stoppages. My first fight in the UK, I got a head kick KO. Um, so yeah, I'm putting these, these good performances together and, um, I feel like the only way that I'm going to make a name for myself is by keep doing what I'm doing, put on, putting on these performances and, uh, yeah, own the people's respect. Was the pressure on, was the pressure up? Was there any doubts in your mind that I'm taking on a lot of, um, uh, a lot of responsibility here? I mean, could, could it be possible that maybe in a worst case scenario, I could lose one of these bouts? And I don't really put that much pressure on myself when it comes to it. Um, I just I have the mentality of just go out there and, and do what I do every single time. I don't really think of the result too much. I just think of of, of staying in their face and breaking them down. Um, I feel like normally when I come into these fights, I'm always the guy expected to lose, especially in MMA. I feel like they're putting me in there with these guys who they want to hype up, who they want to push as the as the face of the promotion. Um, I think that has a lot to do with ticket sales as well. Um, you know, these guys sell a lot more tickets than me, so I feel like they're kind of using my 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 experience to to hype their guys up. So when their guy loses, I feel like they're in a position where now they they're trying to get the next guy into to dethrone me. So yeah, I'm just gonna keep proving myself, my proving my abilities, proving myself right every single time. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I I know who I am. I know what what I'm capable of. I know the work that I'm putting in. So if that's what they want to do, then then I'm I'm all for it. I feel like they can they can do that. Person with me speaking with you, um, and it's something I ask every fighter and every person affiliated with combat sports. Can you give me just a bit of um your backstory as in background and how you came, you know, to um start combat sports, to start competing in combat sports? Yeah, sure. Um so I started I, I lived in South Africa my, my whole life. Um, I started I started karate at the age of five years old, just as a self-defense kind of thing. Um, I wasn't the biggest kid in school. I feel like the older kids kind of used to pick on me a little bit at that age. So I just I just got into martial arts for self-defense and just a way to keep active, keep my mind sharp, my body sharp. And um, and then it just progressed from there. I fell in love with it. I, I just I couldn't I couldn't stop training. It just consumed my mind. And then I went from karate, I went to judo, I won, I won a few provincial championships in judo. And then I went to taekwondo, won provincial championship in, in taekwondo. And then I remember one time I was young, I turned on the TV and it was a, a pride rerun. Um, Radley Silva, Asta Overeem, uh, Fedor, 
uh, all these guys. And I, I just, I loved it. I fell in love with it straight away. And I just remember being awestruck. I thought, that's what I want to do. You know, put me there. Um, and I just started training ever since then. And yeah, I found the MMA gym when I was, I think, 14 or 13. And then it just it just went from there. Uh, my coach got me fights in, in kickboxing and boxing. And then eventually MMA. And then haven't looked back since. So you, you, your journey started in, in South Africa and, and right up to where you, where you are now. Um, yeah. You have, so you have fought, um, had bouts in South Africa as well as here in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, had quite a few in South Africa. I think maybe six, six in South Africa, uh, six MMA. Although South Africa does, I'm sure you guys do have um, some big names in mixed martial arts. Of course, there's one that everybody will know of at the moment, um, Drikas <laughs> Duplessis. Um, <laughs> the fight scene there and the fight scene here in the UK, I mean, any are there any differences? Or is it, say, are they yeah. a bit more favourable or is here more favourable? I mean, for yourself, which scene do you prefer? Um, the level here is much better. I, I think the level overall is much better. Um, it's 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 much different now. I'm sure the level in South Africa has grown a lot um, as MMA has kind of spread around. But when I was there, the level there, I mean, people there, they're dogs. They'll come there to fight. Mm. Um, but the technical level I, I found wasn't the same. Now, when I did IMF nationals in South Africa, the level was quite high. Um, as you as you climb the ranks, I think I'm ranked number two in South Africa. Um, but I found that the at the higher levels, the level was was good, but as a whole, the level wasn't as close as it is in in the UK, and that's one of the reasons why I moved to the to the UK to properly pursue my career in MMA. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad I did that. I see. No, that's uh, I'm glad so far it's all worked out really, really well for you. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> um, but I mean, for now, I mean, um, going forward, I mean, are you still are you gonna out of kickboxing and mixed martial arts, out of the two disciplines, is there a particular particular one which you um which you want to pursue solely, or are you as in, are you happy to take on whichever bout comes your way, um, whether it's kickboxing or mixed martial arts? I am. I would say my main focus is, is MMA, mm -hmm. uh, just because there's a bit of bigger spotlight. Uh, I feel like there's a lot more money in it, and just just for my career, I think MMA would be a much better choice. But I'm happy. I'm happy to do kickboxing as well and boxing. I think I, I'd love to turn pro in boxing. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably turn pro boxing over pro kickboxing. But whatever comes my way, I'm 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 happy with with anything. But the main the main goal is, is MMA. Awesome. So in say the next five or ten years, I mean, um, well, starting in the UK, is there any other promotions that you that you have your eye on, and even beyond that, internationally, any of the bigger brands such as yeah, the obvious one, the UFC, Bellator, and PFL, even one championship. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other? They're doing any, really well. Yeah. Do you what? Do you know of any other particular um? Big names you'd like to be fighting in the future? Um, internationally, I would say I'm a big fan of Ryzen, uh, just because I've always wanted to fight in Japan. That's been a, a childhood dream of mine to always to always fight in Japan. Um, but one championship is doing really really well. I would say one championship for me is is up there. I think it's up there skill wise, especially because you've got different disciplines. There's a lot more uh, diversity when it comes to what you're actually watching. So I think one championship would be a good good idea as well. PFL would be a good idea. I would say for me, the plan is to make a name for myself 
outside of the UFC before I come into the UFC. Um, I want to I want to enter the UFC already with a name or already with a big following, so people know who I am, know what I bring to the table. Um, so I've got a little bit more more room to bargain. Like you just said, they as in you want to really big, build a big name for you. I mean, recently I've heard from other interviews um, that the only reason why certain fighters who are big in the UFC is only because of they are in the UFC and they've won so many yeah. fights and they're champions in the UFC in the UFC. So you really want to make sure that when you come to the negotiating table with, with someone like Dana White, if Dana White's still around, around by the time you get yeah. there, you really want to make sure that you more or less ho are holding all the cards. Exactly. Yeah. I want to, I want to get that Justin Gaethje treatment where I come into the UFC and um, I'm making good money. I've got a good platform and yeah, I, I can actually make a name for myself. Well, I already have a name for myself, but but reach, you know, pound for pound status. I want to be, I want to be known internationally. I want to, I want to be a household name in the sport. Um, so by doing that, I think I, I definitely need to get that experience before, before entering the, the UFC. Do you um, enjoy the uh, trash talking? Are you good trash talking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if done correctly, I think some guys are witty with it. Some guys kind of have a little bit of a finesse with it, but I don't know. I feel like so many guys are just trying to imitate the success of others when it comes to the trash talking and stuff like that. And it just comes across cringy, man. I mean, you hear some of the guys talk and you just think, that's not you. That's not who you are. You're trying to, you're trying to have this gimmick, but it just, it's, it, it comes across disingenuous. So yeah, I think I'm all for it, but as long as the person is actually being themselves and, it's witty, it's classy. Um, yeah, I'm all for promoting yourself, but as long as it's it's genuine. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, look, you know, kind of touching again on your um last two um uh, what bouts you had um where you became a champion. Just how did you um prepare for that? And what was the fight camp like, nutrition wise, fitness training? As in, just for you, typically before any fight coming up. How do you know, would you specifically yourself uniquely? How would you prepare for that? Um, well, when it comes to the diet, um, I eat clean all, all year round. Um, I don't really have that much junk food or anything like that. Uh, I remember the for the for the uh, MMA title, I was eating raw liver, raw hearts, and I was fully on the bandwagon of of all the organ meats, um, and I felt like that that was good. Um, but when it comes to the training, it's just day in and day out. Just always putting in the work, doing exactly what I need to be doing to uh, to make myself the best version that I can be. And, and by doing that all year round, I could just take a fight whenever. I, tomorrow, if someone called me, I could I could get on a plane and and step in short notice. I remember I was coaching one of my my teammates, and uh, I think this was in November. And uh, I was coaching, and then they said, "Oh, we've had a dropout. You know, we'll we'll pay you if you step in." And I just stepped in on like 10 minutes notice and put on a really good performance. I'd say that was one of my best my best performances. I didn't know what the fight was, who the opponent was. It ended up being a five-round fight for a title. And uh, yeah, that, I would say that was one of my best performances. Uh, I was able to drop him in the third and have him in really bad trouble in the fifth. And yeah, that was one of my, my best performances on, on 10 minutes notice. Uh, so yeah, I was really happy with that. But that just comes with with always being in shape, always putting in the work in. And um, that way I can just take a fight whenever. You like to be fight ready all year round. 
all year round. No days off at all. So even when you're going on holiday or it's your birthday or Christmas, Easter, you don't let yourself go, just enjoy yourself at all. Um, I'll say over Christmas and my birthday, maybe I'll I'll eat a lot more. I'll, I'll bulk up, but I'm still in the gym. I'm still I'm still doing my runs. I'm still doing um, the things that I need to do to make sure that I'm that I'm fit and healthy and and strong. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much always in the mindset of just you know keep myself optimal all year round. When can we see you stepping into the octagon or the cage or the ring again? When's your next fight? So my next fight is on uh, March the second. I'm defending my my world title in MMA. So that would be a really good fight. My my opponent's a good, good fighter as well. He comes from the same gym as the last guy that I that I beat for the title. So I'm sure they're 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 watching me. I'm sure they're they're doing their research to see how they can beat me. But I think it's going to be a, a long night. I think it's going to be a long night for him. Plus that third round, it's going to be it's going to be a hard fight. So. You're the, the team that you're affiliated with that you're fighting out of Cuba, Leicester. Yeah. And and is it the other place is uh called Ford I don't want to Fourth get dimension. Fourth <laughs> dimension, yes. Yeah. Can you talk more uh any can you just um in what's the word I'm using? Well, can you just, just discuss about the teams a bit more? Because if you manage to achieve that kind of success, because look, many, many people would not be able to achieve that. So someone like you, you're very unique and it's something really rare. I mean, are there any other names who can be looking forward to us or keeping our eyes peeled up, looking forward to seeing coming out of those teams? So at Cuba, we've got we've got quite a few guys now that are making their first fights or second fights. Um, but Anas Hamrad, he's he's up there. I think he'll be in the UFC within the next two years um, and in title contention in the next two years. A lot of people know him as Majin Buu on the on the Spar Wars series, the CM Boxing Spar Wars series that, that's recorded at Fourth Dimension. And then over there, Fourth Fourth Dimension, we've got Amari. Um he, he was he was fighting in glory. Now he's in Octagon. Uh, we've got a bunch of pro kickboxers there that are high level, best in the country. Uh, we've got Matters. He's also fight he, he was fighting in KSW. Um so yeah, all the guys there are high, high, high level. We've got Teddy. He's fighting in cage where he's now. He's he's on the rise. So all the guys there, man, they're all killers, killers. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure if the viewers have seen the uh, the CM Boxing Sports series, but yeah, those guys are killers. Those guys go hard. So to be there and every single round, you do 25 rounds back to back, and every single guy there is is is, is the best. Um, you learn a lot from them, and yeah, iron sharpens iron. No, well, the fact that you've mentioned some big name promoters that confirms definitely you've got some big names behind you in, in your gym and in your team as well. Um, what was I going to ask? Sorry, just uh, losing trail of thought. Now, I mean, um, I think any shout outs you want to give to anyone at all, family, friends, uh, a team. Yeah, I want to. I want to shout out uh, to obviously my coach Andre Winner. Uh, for the support and, and just helping us, the, the amount that he sacrifices for for us and to to help us out is it, just crazy. It's it's insane. So I'm very grateful for them. I'm grateful for my family for supporting me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that my mom also has been very supportive of of this journey. You know, she never once said, "Oh, I don't want you doing that," or "This is a stupid idea." She she always encouraged it because she could see my drive. She could yeah. she could see that that I wanted it. Um, and that I was hungry. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm in the position that I'm in now uh, to have the people behind me. 
to have the support that I have. And yeah, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for the team that I have. I'm so grateful for all the guys in fourth dimension, Cuba. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm really grateful. There's one last question I'll ask about the uh, the belts. It's a bit of a nerdy one, but I've seen <laughs> there's a picture of you. Um, I think the belts are draped over your shoulder, so but either side. I've never held one, but I've seen them, but I never actually held one. Are they actually <laughs> quite heavy? I mean, what are they made of? Um, the, the kickboxing one is quite heavy. I've got the kickboxing one on my wall there. Oh, um, that one was surprisingly heavy. I didn't expect it to be that heavy. Uh, the ballerina one, is also, it's not that heavy. You'd, you'd be surprised. Um, but yeah, it, it, it feels good. <laughs> so they're clearly, uh, yeah. like the one behind you in the wall there, it's made, it does have some proper golds around the buckle area and so on. Yeah, yeah. The actual, the actual, uh, the belt itself, like the leather of it is, is quite heavy too. Um, yeah, really heavy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really nice. Good. Yeah. Um, look, Tories, thank you so much for coming on this show. And well, thank you, man. thank you. Your next bout, you said MMA, so I'm assuming that's going to be the Arena. Yeah, March the second. March the second. Please send me and for the shout outs as well. Please send me all the links and tags of all the people that you mentioned or you want to include. And I'll include it in the YouTube post and on the Instagram post as well. All right. Cool. cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. And awesome. guys, if you've watched this far, please don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe on YouTube. And also you can catch the audio version of this episode on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Sorry, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, thank man. You. I really appreciate Take it. Take care and good luck. Cool. Thank you. Have a good one. You too.